The Florida Panthers add to their defense core depth in the organization that we discuss a proposed trade involving one of the Panthers to clear space for one of the, the players on LTIR to come back to the roster. And we will be previewing tonight's game between the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights, all on today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome into this Thursday, January 12th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to all the shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone, and Steel Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects with Heidi Halakash. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts. So, Cats fans, a little bit of apologies for this episode getting out a little later than next. If you are watching this on YouTube, you can see that I have a new background, which means I have a new office. So, spent this morning really moving everything and of course outside of covering the Panthers I have to be an adult so rearranging everything and now setting place into a new office but in actuality it's actually my old office from when I started the podcast this was the office that I had right before the YouTube era of Lockdown Panthers and I was in my other office prior to the this show being on youtube so now i'm back in the the old place that i started this very podcast so now you guys get to see uh this new this new background for myself it's still a work in progress not everything is complete so we we will be putting things together as far as background in the coming days or weeks so um it's a work in progress but let's talk about some of the roster moves that the florida panthers made just yesterday for for their roster and you know matt kirstead hasn't pl- played in in a little bit for for the panthers and it was necessary for him to get some playing time and in order for for the panthers to get him some playing time even though it's a it was it's an opportunity for kirstead to maybe get in place of a josh mahura for one game or even a mark stall um for for one it, it i i think that kirstead should have at least gotten a, a, little, a little bit of ice time for for the panthers but he is gonna he's going to be sent back down to charlotte he already has been sent sent back down to to get more of that playing time and and because you're not going to learn being uh a scratch every night but the panthers did claim casey fitzgerald off of waivers from the buffalo sabers and if that name sounds familiar, Casey Fitzgerald, it's the son of Panthers legend Tom Fitzgerald. Uh, if you were around 
in the mid to late 90s. Tom Fitzgerald um, drafted by the Panthers in the expansion draft and scored a very iconic goal for the Panthers against the Pittsburgh Penguins in the Eastern Conference Final, the uh, deciding goal that punched their ticket to the Stanley Cup Final in 1996. And Tom Fitzgerald is now the general manager of the New Jersey Devils ever since 2020, which Panthers connection and now Andrew Burnett is there. And of course, Fitzgerald, being with the Hughes brothers, who the Hughes brothers were born in Orlando, Florida, before moving to Michigan. So a lot of uh, Panthers slash Florida connections between the Florida Panthers and the New Jersey Devils. It's kind of strange how that works sometimes. But it's a right-handed shot defenseman for, for the Florida Panthers. Casey Fitzgerald spent four seasons at Boston College. He was even the captain there for, for two seasons there. He did not cross paths with Spencer Knight. He left Boston College just as Spencer Knight was entering uh, BC. So we didn't have a chance to get Spencer Knight and to see his thoughts on on the Panthers claiming Casey Fitzgerald. And also he's on injured reserve. So players on injured reserve uh, don't ha have obligations to talk to the media. That's why we haven't heard from Patrick Hornquist lately. That's why we haven't heard from... Uh, Anthony Duclair neither for, for those players. So that's a, they're not obligated to talk to the media as well. So uh, Casey Fitzgerald struggled with his time in Buffalo up and down be, between the, between Rochester and, and Buffalo last season. So still a year left on his contract and, and the Panthers do have his RFA rights as well. So last year in the season that the, excuse me, two seasons ago that the that the Sabres were the worst team in the NHL, 22 games, 11 points in those 22 games. So half a point a game for a defenseman, which is not not bad. Uh, uh, a plus minus of minus 10 is not afraid to to get in your face and 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 put the gloves down neither. Uh, uh, 34 penalty men in those 22 games and 30. 36 penalty minutes in 30 and 36 to a level last year, a minus 19 in 2021, 2022 played some playoff games as well with Rochester at seven points in those, uh, 10 playoff games, a minus six in that though. Uh, and 23 games this year, three points in those healthy scratch six games in a row, right before being placed on waivers. And one of the, one of the scouting reports on Casey Fitzgerald is 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 something that I saw from uh, Dauber, Pro Dauber prospects and talking about his his game is like uh, he's a known as a defensive defenseman with an active stick, but at times uh, is prone to turnovers and sometimes can be slow moving the puck. But for the Panthers, once again, Matt Kierstead is needing the in need of of the ice time for the Cats, and another puts another body. On the Panthers roster and contracts, the amount of contracts, the amount of contracts you're allowed to have between active roster and AHL is 50. Right now, the Panthers occupy 46 of those. Of course, with the with the NHL roster, there's only so much that you can put there with the with the cap situation that the Panthers are in. But but of course, some some of those younger players, it, it 
you can you can bury them in Charlotte for a little bit before they're ready to take their leap. And of course, when Hornquist and Duclair are ready to come back to the Panthers, you're you're going to see a lot lot more of that. You're likely going to see Casey Fitzgerald maybe even placed on waivers again for for the Panthers. So it might be a little short lived uh, for for the Panthers. But this was a, a situation where they said. Kirstead doesn't need waivers to be sent down, and you could still have a seventh defenseman on your team. So right now the Panthers have the 23 players on their active roster still for 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 their for their roster. So he was 16 third round pick, uh, number 86 overall, and once again he has RFA right. So don't know how much he plays. I really I really can't put a finger on how much he'll play, but it's a good family affair as well. He's cousins with Nat- Matthew Kachuk. And Keith Kachuk, uh, Tom Fitzgerald, and Keith Kachuk are cousins, so that would make Matthew Kachuk and and Casey Fitzgerald uh, second cousins or third cousins. I, I'm not really sure 100% of how that works. Of whenever it's a cousin, and then their their uh, their their sons and daughters, or, uh, what 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 does that make them? So it's uh, so, but but the but the but the point is, uh, it's a they're they're in the they're in the family tree and Kachuk actually spoke about it yesterday about about his family member being part of the organization he said quote hearing the news is very exciting for myself and the family he plays so intense hates to lose very physical and guys love him in the room we're excited to have him close quote so uh, a little family affair uh for 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 the Panthers here with acquiring Casey Fitzgerald from the Buffalo Sabres on waivers in segment number two, we are going to be discussing a possible trade proposal that appeared on the Twitter timeline just a few days ago involving a, a cap clearing move that would bring Patrick Hornquist and Anthony Duclair back to the lineup. We've spoken about all um, some, some of this previously, but now we're going to dig deeper into an actual trade proposal that we saw and whether or not we would see the Panthers pull the trigger. We're going to discuss that next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about BetOnline. And BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get all the latest odds for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football, college bowl season, basketball, and hockey. We've got it all at BetOnline. If you love sports podcasts, you can find us at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your Sports betting info. Head to the website today. Or use mobile device to learn more. Bet online is where the game starts. Back on this second segment here on this Thursday, January twelfth edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And the there was an article from the hockey writers just the other day. Let me get the name of the person so I can credit them. Uh, it is by Shane Saney. Uh, of the hockey writers, a, a colleague of uh, Joey Ganzi, a friend of mine, uh, as well from from the hockey as well, and about a trade proposal involving the the Florida Panthers. And we've heard Frank's up the report that it's either going to be one of the Sams being shipped out in order to to bring back Patrick Hornquist and Anthony Duclair, and it's it's a bummer. But both, especially Sam Bennett, has been performing so well lately. Yeah, yeah. Sam Reinhart has been up and down here and there, 
and and but just recently he had a he had five straight games with at least a goal and and eight points I believe in the, in that span. So we can we see these two guys the capability of them being hot at the right time. So can Bill Zito have a change of heart about his supposed promise to Patrick Hornquist that he wouldn't trade him? He still has a modified no trade. It, it's a it, it it's 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 a personally something that I prefer to see from the Panthers versus one of the Sams getting traded. But this is uh, the article from Shane Saney spoke, speaks about how when it comes to Jeff Carter and being their third line center that he's better suited as the wing and how Sam Bennett brings that physicality factor for, for that he could bring for the Penguins. And one of the, as far as forwards, one of the best hard hitting forwards on the Panthers is Sam Bennett and of course not afraid to go into the dirty areas and out in front and and Shane talks about how Sam Bennett faced forward to Pittsburgh and the Penguins have quite a few d defensemen on, on, on their roster while the Florida Panthers organizationally there's still question marks on blue line from their current roster to even players who are who are soon to be on the roster. I mean, there's encouraging signs of Mike Mike Benning um, winning a national championship at the University of Denver and a great puck moving defenseman, great skater, Casper Puccio in in the most in the summer edition of the World Juniors was just outstanding for Team Finland and then Ludwig Janssen just recently just a few weeks ago playing in the World Juniors as well. There's encouraging signs, but there's there's only so much that can translate. So there's, that's why they're still called prospects. We don't know what they're going going to be. So one of the trade proposals for for that Shane mentioned in his article was trading Sam Bennett to the Pittsburgh Penguins for Ty Smith. And here's another thing. A first round pick and there's only some and listen the Pittsburgh Penguins are eventually gonna enter re, their a rebuild and they're just delaying it right now with Crosby Malkin and Latang still in the mix for them and they're trying to still win while they still have them and Ty Smith being 22 years old an offensive minded defenseman some even though two-way is uh, and stay at home is really what the Panthers should be looking for because the because you have one in a Gus Forsling, you have one in a Brandon Montour, and at times Aaron Ekblad, even though he has personally regressed um, this season, especially on the defensive end for the Panthers. And Ty Smith, a little bit up and a little bit up and down, ha doesn't always play o only five games this season, but has had a, a, a good amount of ice time for the Pen Penguins at 19 minutes average time. Nice and even strength so numbers can be skewed in a certain way for for players in in five games even strength even strength goals against per 60 uh less than a goal per per game that while he's on the ice and then goals for per 60 4.5 so very encouraging that uh that, that ty smith young guy he'll still be an rfa after this season uh, as well, and 22 years old for him. 
Another one that Shane spoke about was Terry Bluger, which I'm, I would be less likely to try to trade for because he'll be a UFA, older guy, 28 years old, has an average time on ice uh, by about seven minutes as, as, as well and has a higher goals against per 60 minutes and but he does but bluger does play on the on on the pk um of course if you're a defenseman you're that's basically if, if you want to be taken seriously as one you have to play some pk minutes as well and time time in uh, pittsburgh could be short-lived for ty smith as he was just traded there this summer for john marino uh, john marino in exchange for for ty smith Smith there, but it's more than just that first round pick back. And I don't, here's the thing Elliot Friedman, who Elliot Friedman has also spoken about whether the Seattle Kraken are kicking the tires on a possible trade for Sam Reinhart for the Panthers uh, as, as a guy who can add to their center depth. And, and yes, Sam, Sam Reinhart's best days in Buffalo were when he played center, when Jack Eichel was hurt and, you know, has, has less term than Sam Bennett and Sam Bennett's cap hit is a little lower with a little more, with one more year of term. So what, what are the, what are, what are the Panthers going to do here? If you're going to, if you're going to propose Ty Smith in a first round pick for Sam Bennett, I think you make it. I think you make that trade for, for the Panthers because you're recouping some of the assets that you already got back. What you traded for, for Sam Bennett, all those picks are, are, are gone from Calgary that they, that they are. So the, the second round pick that was traded to Calgary was traded to Seattle. And then the second round pick, uh, Tice Milanich uh, was traded to Montreal as part of the Tyler Tyler Toffoli trade. Excuse me, not Tice Milanich. Um, Emil Hyman, sorry, Emil Hyman um, was traded to Montreal for Tyler Toffoli in in that trade. So you already won the trade if you're Florida for for Sam Bennett. You you got you got your value there, and especially based on last game, Sam Bennett's trade value really really skyrocketed and you know what that's not the trade that's not that's not a trade that i would want the panthers to make instead instead i would of course if you're talking about this season as far as space it would be for patrick hornquist but of course i feel like you would have to pay more for someone to get to take hornquist's contract but if you trade sam bennett you, you could pass Sam Reinhardt back at center. And depending on how Anton Lindell also develops at wing as well. I know right now he's playing at Barkov. Don't know if that's a long-term solution. That could be a situation that where that could help keep get Anton Lindell going. And then he'll be ready to go back to center. And maybe even possibly take the 2C. Like we've been speaking about for a few years now. About him being the future 2C of this team. I mean... Sometimes you need a little jolt in, in your game when you when you play a certain amount of games or with a certain line mate as well. I mean, Grigory Denisenko um, had spent a few games in Florida and then was on a little bit of a tear when he went back down to Charlotte too. So 
just takes a little bit of rearranging and just trying something out to in order to get a, a player going. And if Lundell is not a center long term, which I think he will be, you still have that solution in Sam Reinhart being there. Sam Bennett his days have been better at center. He was playing as a winger in Calgary and not used properly there. So it, it Reinhardt is more versatile than Bennett. So trading Sam Bennett would and what you Ty, Ty Smith, a former first round pick and a and a first round pick along with that. I think it's very possible that the that Bill Zito could very it very well make that trade and there's another thing right now the if, if i were to tell you likelihood of trading for jacob trickren i'd say it's very low making this trade and getting at least a first round pick out of it and getting a defenseman with a pretty decent cap hit with at least hoping that the cap goes up and not a huge contract commitment to anyone else on the team except for Sergei Bobrovsky because I think Barkov's worth his cap hit. I think Kachuk is worth his cap hit. As far as bad contracts, Bob is really the only bad contract on the team. Aaron Ekblad at 7.5, I don't consider that as a bad contract. I see it as a meh one. If if Ekblad was making more than nine, then yeah. But that's really the only bad contract on the team past this year. And most of the buyout money will be gone. So this could be the move to set up another move too. And I think this would this would be a very exciting one for the Panthers. And it's not that we don't want Sam Bennett to be around anymore. It's just unfortunate that the cap situation, that even if the Panthers were to try to be buyers, it'd be really hard for them to buy this year, especially since your next first round pick is 2026. So make makes it a little tough. So you might have to sell a, a little bit. Ray Ferraro put it best. It's, it's a gap year uh, in, in their broadcast against the Colorado Avalanche the other day. It's a gap year. So what are the Panthers going to do to set themselves up past this year? And even though they sell a little bit and still go on a little run to make the postseason, you see you see that the uh, a little bit of a foundation can be set past this one as well in segment number three we are going to preview tonight's game between the florida panthers and the vegas golden knights tonight at t-mobile arena but first we're going to tell you all about built bar and are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories then you gotta try built bar we got we got through the holidays and i know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year if you're like me where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste then man i've got the thing for you you gotta try built built healthy is actually taste is tasty seriously they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you perfect for your new year's resolution what makes built bar so good for starters they're covering 100 real chocolate that's right real chocolate and they come in unbelievably flavors like churro peanut butter brownie coconut almond i'm not sure how built does it but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better is that they're healthy only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein now you don't need to wait around to get a box for years we've been talking about 
ordering built bars at built.com now you can get them at your local walmart or sam's club that's right head to your nearest walmart today walk into the pharmacy section grab yourself a box of built bars you can pick up a bar box of cookies and cream double chocolate or coconut puffs or if you're close to sam's club grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors brownie batter and churro you can thank me later Third and final segment here on this Thursday, January 12th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And this is the end of the road trip for the Panthers. And we spoke about it at the beginning, even right before they faced off against the Detroit Red Wings, how important it is to at least get six out of eight points. You know what? At this point, with coming out with a little bit of a scary win against the Colorado Avalanche and Sergey Bobrovsky putting up a hell of a performance against the Detroit Red Wings last Friday. Man, you have everything right in front of you to get those two points and possibly a season-changing win. Tonight, yes, I said it. Tonight is a season, could be a season-changing win. And Matthew Kachuk spoke about it yesterday. And actually... Let's let's hear his thoughts on what he said about tonight's matchup between the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. And I think the fact that we really need these points more than lots of teams, it, it means that this last game, we can make it a, a great trip, but it's also important for us to get that win. So um, we're focused right now. We're, um, you know, on an off day like today or a practice day. I mean, some guys skated, some guys got what they needed off the ice. It's, it's a very dialed-in group in the sense of guys knowing what they need to, to perform at their best. So I um, thought today was a great day, and um, hopefully we can translate it, um, you know, most of that game into Vegas. Well. There you go. You hear, you, hear from, you hear from Matthew Kachuk that, right then and there. And it, let, let's just talk about tonight's matchup as well. Vegas is one of the weirdest teams to figure out. 12-10-0 at home. 15-3-2 on the road. And all that, and they're still tied for first in the Pacific with three games in hand on the LA Kings and a crap ton of cap cap problems still. Having to trade Max Pacioretty to clear cap space. Trading Marc-Andre Fleury just last season to keep Robin Leonard. And Robin Leonard hasn't played this season, won't play at all this season and the fifth best record in the NHL. And not only Robin Leonard on LTIR, but Nolan Patrick, Brett Howden as well. But the beneficial thing for the Vegas Golden Knights is Mark Stone is healthy. Mark Stone, Mark Stone hasn't, has had trouble staying on the ice. Um, most of it in Vegas now. Jack Eichel is also healthy as well. The the Vegas Golden Knights. Are, it's it, it's weird how at home how their goal differential. This is what their goal differential is at home, right? And then you see the standings that it's a plus twenty. All that plus twenty is on the road. You would think that it would be visiting teams who visit Vegas for one night, party so much the night before. And then they come in the very next and come out with a win. Excuse me, a loss. But it, but it looks like the other way around. It's, it's 
it's the home team that's having a hard time. Maybe they're uh, parting a little too much, and you know they're uh, they're having a hard time uh, concentrating on hockey. Who knows? I, I don't know. I, it, I I don't cover the Vegas Golden Knights, so not my, not my problem. But <laughs> uh, and the thing is, they're scoring decently on the power play and penalty kill at home. It's really the five on five scoring that's really the where the Panthers really need to make their money tonight. You got to beat them at even strength as well. We spoke about the financial mess, but two out of the t but also two out of three top scores are former Panthers. Of course, both Jonathan Marchessault was claimed off the expansion draft. Riley Smith was part of another trade that got him to to uh, Vegas. Thank you, Dale Talon, for that. And then that resulted in their them going to the Stanley Cup final in year one, and they were still able to keep both of them around still. And it's still kind of biting the Florida Panthers in the in in the butt still now. And the Florida Panthers have been to T-Mobile Arena four times in this all-time series against the Vegas Golden Knights. And I've won zero games. What a perfect opportunity for this Florida Panthers team who come came off, I would say, a pretty emotional win against uh against the Colorado Avalanche despite their injury issues it it, it will be great to to come out with a win tonight and beat them at, and beating them at even strength which statistically is uh shown is what the Golden Knights have fared poorly at home this season and it's not even to mention Chandler Stevenson who who's blossomed ever since he's gone to the Vegas Golden Knights, averaging almost a point per game, leads the leads the team with 40 points. And that's all with their number one defenseman, Alex Petrangelo, at a minus two as his plus minus for the season. I know that's not the end-all, be-all stat, but former former uh, Stanley Cup champion, also Chandler Stevenson's a Stanley Cup champion with his time in Washington. So Petrangelo, former Stanley Cup champion and captain, signs that big deal with the Vegas Golden Knights. They're also keeping veteran defenseman, another Stanley Cup champion, Alec Martinez. Now his role has been a little reduced as he's gotten a little older as well. And I mean, Alex Petrangelo signing that long deal in Vegas is kind of what I fear if the Panthers sign Aaron Ekblad to a long deal after his contract expires too. But here's been another difference. It's been coaching. Uh, of course, now with Pete DeBoer no longer in Vegas, now going on to Dallas. And then, of course, the big carousel uh, of uh, coaches, Jim Montgomery, Jim Montgomery was an assistant in St. Louis, going to Boston before he, before he had a time in Dallas. Like I said, it's, it's the same revolving door of the same guys. Maurice is one of them for the Panthers. Him... him Bruce Cassidy just putting a, a a different element to this team, a different system in place, and, and, and the players are buying into it. And you know what? When you're succeeding as you are on the road, let me look at the record again. I, I had it written down. 15-3-2 on the road. This tells me that when you're succeeding this much on the road, that eventually the home wins will come. If it was the other way around, where you're winning at home, but you're playing pretty poorly on, on, on the road, that 
you can somehow uh, turn turn your turn your season around. So I think that even though Vegas is still in first place, still a, a very good chance of having the best record in the NHL. I mean, the, the stars, the Dallas Stars, are up there as well as challenging for the top spot in the Western Conference. And again, three games in hand against the again uh, on the Los Angeles Kings in the Pacific. But also one other player, Logan Thompson, who's in the race for the Calder Trophy as well. Um, I haven't looked up betting odds for Calder Trophy, but it's Logan Thompson, Matty Berniers, Pierre Kachekov. Those are the three names I think about when 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 it comes to Calder Trophy consideration. And just two shoutouts for Logan Thompson, a 913 percentage for him as well. Robin Leonard was going into this season as the number one guy for the Vegas Golden Knights once again, and still having a hard time with injuries. Was played hurt last season, and Pete DeBoer didn't really specify what the injury was and shut down rumors about needing off-season surgery, um, and just just relationships got a little broken there between Pete DeBoer and and the rest of his team and. And but it's been it's been a big difference between Bruce Cassidy being there. Of course, we know about his experience in Boston, going to a Stanley Cup final it, it, it just recently as 2019, and now with expectations of all the buying that Vegas did with multiple first round picks, being so up against the cap, which 14 million of that money is on LTIR. I mean, yeah, they included Shea Weber's money as well. Montreal, which he's never going to play hockey again. Shea Weber's last game was that game five of the Stanley Cup final, but never, never going to come back and play, likely. And having all that stored in your LTIR space as well, they're they're right there. And even next year, when you look at their cap friendly, they have a lot more maneuvering to do as well in order to just be cap compliant. Unless the cap goes up significantly, they have room to work with as well. But they're still finding a way to win games. And it's mostly come on the road. So how fitting would it be to to give them another loss at home, a place where they've struggled, and the Panthers, they, 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 know, they know how important a dub would be tonight. It's going to be another late one. And Nick Fairbanks and I will hopefully be getting together for, for a Fairbanks Friday edition of the show where we hope that it's a six out of 10 points for the Florida Panthers right before just a quick one game homestand for the Panthers as they welcome the Vancouver Canucks. And then it's right back on the road for, for the Panthers as they will be facing some Atlantic division rivals. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast. You'll be notified every single time the lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects with Heidi Halakash. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure you listen to today's episode of Locked On Sports Today. Locked On Sports Today will give you a 20-minute podcast with exclusive interviews 
from local experts on the entirety of the sports scene. Locked On Sports Today is available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. So I'm Ramon Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team. Every day.